Hello, and welcome to the PG Weekly Podcast. In today's episode, Dave Wilcock talks about unresolved history. Welcome to Unresolved History, the podcast where we journey back in time and debate unresolved mysteries from the past, as well as theories to explain them. On today's episode, we'll discuss one of the biggest and oldest mysteries, that is, what happened to the Roanoke Colony. This is the first English settlement in North America, which is located in North Carolina. As the settlers had vanished, they were often referred to as a lost colony. What happened to the colony? What happened to the colony? May 8, 1587. More than 100 settlers have left England and sailed to what is now North Carolina, reaching their destination sometime in July 1587 with Governor John White. It was said that England was a small, struggling island that wanted to colonize Americas as they believed they could gain money as they've seen with the Spaniard. Not too long as they had reached Roanoke, they had been attacked by Native Americans. They had also soon realized that they needed more supplies such as tools, food, and more settlers, so they had asked Governor John White to go back to England and return with aid. On August 25, a month after, John White set out to return to England, leaving 115 settlers, 17 women, 87 men, and 11 children, as well as his own daughter, Eleanor White there, also her daughter who was the first English baby to be born in North America. When trying to return back to Roanoke, John White had run into some problems with the Spanish Navy, as England and Spain were on the course of going to war, delaying his return for three years, causing him to return in August 1590. When John White had returned, it was night. This made him unable to come to show as it was dark. But there was a bonfire that caused him to believe that they had saw his ship and they had let it so he may find them. The following morning, he had came back to show but he had only came back to an abandoned settlement. The only thing left behind was a carving of the word Curzon. Before White had left, he had told him if they were supposed to leave, they ought to leave a sign of some sort so that he may be able to find them. Maybe this was a sign, as Curzon, now known as Hatheras Island, was 50 miles south of Roanoke Island. Curzon is also the name of a Native American tribe that lived on the island. John White had attempted to travel to Curatowan twice, but the trip had been ruined by the storm causing him to turn back. He was unable to try a third time as the ship was privately owned. He then moved to Ireland where he died never knowing what happened to the colony. Though over 100 settlers had disappeared, no bodies were ever found. As mentioned earlier, the only sign left was the coven and the tree that said Curatowan. So the first thing that usually comes to the mind of many is, if they had enough time to carve something into a tree, why would they not have written more, explaining the world, or overall leaving more signs to tell where they had relocated? The colony was simply abandoned. Weeds were overgrown with different items scattered around. Valuables such as pictures, books, and other personal belongings. Other valuables such as jewelry were left behind as well as farming equipment and guns. It is also noteworthy that, as said earlier, John White was asked them to leave a sign if they were supposed to leave. He asked them to leave a cross on the tree. 
he did return to a mark on a three, but the letters C R O, and then another with the full word Kurotoin. It is also good to know that the cross was supposed to be used if the location was because of an emergency. It is also noteworthy to add that the settlers never intended to go to Roanoke. They were heading for Chesapeake Bay, and Roanoke was originally just to stop to pick up some settlers that were there from some years before. It is said that if they stick to the original button, everything would have went fine. There would have been a resupply voyage in 1588, and it is said that the Indians were very friendly, and there were more natural resources. Now with all that being said, let's get into the theories. Theory number one, the colony was murdered by a local Native American tribe. This was not the first time the English had tried to settle in Roanoke. An attempt was made with Governor Ralph Lane between 1585 and 1586. They were being attacked by Native Americans and also had a food shortage so they had to return. Ralph Lane was not too kind when it came to the natives as he had murdered the king of a local tribe. Eventually. British Admiral known as Sir Francis Drake had helped them return to England, but like said earlier, no mass graves of any sort were ever found that would indicate that they had been murdered. Theory number two, the settlers had simply joined a Native American tribe. A man by the name of Mantea traveled to England in 1584. He also made a trip between the two Roanoke expeditions. He sailed back to Roanoke with John White, new colonist, in 1587. John White had decided that Mantea was chief of Roanoke and Croatoan tribe, but Mantea was from the Croatoan tribe and not the Roanoke tribe, so he couldn't control them, thus causing him to go back to his Croatoan people, maybe return to Roanoke to take his settlers with him to Croatoan Island. In 1888, a number of Croatoan Native Americans with gray eyes petitioned for aid from Congress, claiming they were remnants from the lost colony. This was thought that white blood was discovered among Indians. In 2015, archaeologists found objects of European origins in Croatoan, no Hatheras, North Carolina, where the Croatoan tribe settled. Items such as a sword, a bowl from England, a writing tablet, and a sword that's said to be of a type used in the 16th century England. The sword would belong to someone of high status, and the tablet would have also been used by upper-class Europeans. In recent times, they've also found a gold ring from the Elizabethan era, from 1558 to 1603. This may prove that at least one individual has been to the Kermitoan Isle, but also, these items that were found could have simply been the result of trading. But like I said before, there were still no bodies or much remains found. Theory number three. The colony didn't move to Croatoan, but instead inland. Governor John White was an explorer and artist. Between 1585 and 1593, he created a map titled La Virginia Pause. This map included both Roanoke and Croatoan Islands, which were colored in red. This map is thought to be very accurate. The only difference between this map and the map we use today are the coastal lines, which change naturally. 
It was thought that this map contained hidden information, and so it was requested that the British Museum re-examine it. When done so, they found a small covered patch. It was a star also covered in red, just like Roanoke and Curatoan Islands, and outlined in blue. It is said that it may have been a fort inland from Roanoke. There were also additional markings that were said to have faded over time. They have also said the map may have used some form of invisible ink that would only appear if treated, possibly by adding heat. If this is true, then this brings up another question. Who was this being hidden from? But this supports the theory that they had moved inland. An outlandish yet exciting theory, the whole entire colony was abducted by aliens. This may give an answer as to why there were barely any traces or bodies found. Maybe they had written Kuratoan to share where they would be relocated but was abducted by aliens on their journey there. Or maybe the aliens did not give them enough time to leave a proper explanation. Maybe the hidden patch on the map was not a star but an aircraft sewing the landing spot which was for obvious reasons covered up. This theory is popular as it gives reasons as to why all the farming equipment and many other items were scattered around as if the settlers have left in a rush or overall something terrible had happened to them. Apart from this, there is no evidence that would support this theory. Whenever there is something we cannot explain, we often say it's because of the work of aliens. For example, we don't understand how the pyramids of Giza were created so we assumed aliens must have done it. Though outlandish, you may find that this is not the most far-fetched theory, which brings us to our next theory. Theory number five. The Roanoke colony was lost due to a plague of zombies. A man by the name of Andre Freeman, a part of the Zombie Research Society, stated that zombies were the reason the colony vanished. He stated that, quote, a sudden undead plague sweeping through the unprepared colony would have quickly been horrific, violent feasts, leaving not a single man, woman, or child alive, end quote. As Roanoke is an island, it would have contained the infection. A Harvard archaeologist stated that he has found evidence that would support the idea that there was mass cannibalism in Roanoke Island. It is known that during this time period, there was a terrible and extreme drought and as John Wyatt had not returned to supply them, they had no food and turned to cannibalism. These are some of the other known theories. Number one, there is a beast in the woods. A beast or a group of beasts that simply came and ate them. This may give an answer as to why no remains were found as the beast or beast ate everything entirely. This is also why tools and weapons were scattered on the ground as they saw the beast and ran away into the woods out of fear and were then eaten. Number two, a local tribe attacked and killed the colony, then gave them a proper burial at another location, or hid the bodies so well that when others came to find them, there were no bodies to be found. John White knew they may have been in danger, and this is the reason why weapons were left so they may defend themselves. Remember that the colony had been attacked by a local tribe within the first month of the arrival. The word Karaton was written on the tree by the tribe to confuse John Wyatt when he had returned, in order to mislead and have him believe the colony had simply just left their settlement abandoned and relocated. 
Cree, revolt. The doubt led them to not having any food, and Dunwai had not returned with supplies and food. As they were stuck in a new place they knew not much about, there was a revolt. One group wanted to wait for John White's aid, while the other believed he was never going to return. This disagreement turned violent, and the side that wanted to leave won, and they hid the bodies in the forest to cover the fact that they had murdered them. 4. Starvation The reason why John White left in the first place was because of a lack of food. They had came in a bad time as their trip across the Atlantic take longer than expected. They missed the farming season, as well as the drought. The settlers did not fully understand how to hunt off the land, and John White stripped it longer than expected, so the settlers were forced to relocate. 5. Enslavement Tension between the local tribe and the settlers were high, and it was not safe for them to be there. Though White's intention was good, and to build good relations, this may not have been the goal for everyone else. The local tribe did not take this well, but they weren't all found with the idea of killing. For this reason, they might have took them all as slaves, which explains why there were no bodies found. The tribe was dominant, and the settlers simply dropped their weapons and left. And when White came back, he found the weapons exactly how they were left. Hopefully one day we'll find concrete evidence and answer to what actually happened to the lost colony of Roanoke. It's hard to imagine that an entire colony just disappeared. This incident from the 16th century continues to be a mystery. Did they just simply relocate to somewhere else, whether by their own or joining local tribe, or were they killed because of the actions of the first governor? Or maybe it was simply aliens or a ferocious beast. This episode is brought to you by Podcastle, your one-stop shop for broadcast storytelling. Studio quality recording, AI-powered editing, and seamless exporting all in a single web browser platform. For all of you that always wanted to create your own podcast, Podcastle is a wonderful place to get you going. With multi-chat recording, audio transcription, intuitive editing, and a new magic dust feature that makes your audio sound flawless, go to podcastle.com and use your code unresolved history and get one month of premium membership for free. If you want to hear more unresolved history, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast directory. If you like what you hear, please leave a five-star review. It seems simple, but it helps your show a lot. Tell us your favorite unresolved history on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter on Unresolved History. Conspiracy Theory was created by me, Dave Wilcock. Unresolved History is a production of Cutler Media and a part of the Hansel Network. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. This podcast was for educational purposes only. The views and opinions that were expressed do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Prince George's Community College, its faculty, its staff, or its affiliates. The PG Weekly is produced by Heavenly Bee, David Smalls, and is executively produced by Dale Roden.